And here we go. Good morning, good morning. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? That's right, Peasant Chat. Today, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We are going to condition the customer because a couple of things happened over the weekend, which is good for me. It's good for the show that a lot of stuff happened and plenty of stuff to talk about. First of all, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Gen 6 Whipple being put on a S650 Mustang, making a reported 800 rear wheel horsepower on pump gas and obviously i have the air quotes going because there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation being pushed by the people making the test and the reason i say that is because we only have data since 2011 of how the coyote acts with a certain boost number with a certain spark advance with certain modifications we all know what coyotes make there is no secret sauce the gen 6 rotor pack does not have element 115 in the rotor pack making just power out of thin air making big block torque and horsepower numbers out of a five liter coyote and a gen 6 whipple so we'll go step by step why i think that the numbers are heavily skewed and what to actually expect as a customer and this is why i say that Typically, once a sale is done by the people selling the products, they don't care. And who is left holding the bag? Tuners that are actually worth something. Tuners that actually look out for their customer. Tuners that have to make this setup survive long term in the customer's vehicle. Once the sale is done by the parts house, bye bye, see you later. They don't care. And there's literally no support. They basically say, well, re reach out to the manufacturer. That has nothing to do with us. So we're going to go over that. And we're also going to talk about my engine builder being, there's another bunch of guys that have had built motors that are now coming out of the woodwork. They are now actually saying, I've had issues too. People are now basically having the, let's just say balls and nuts to get out there and say, look, this is an issue, this is what's happening, and I appreciate that because now I don't look like the only crazy person calling stuff out like it is. But we're gonna do all that and more, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live, fuck it. <laughs> do it live, I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. You know, it does suck. I love my job, it's actually pretty damn great. With people like Tu Arosolucho, mira lo que está pasando, que lo que hay con la alcapurria, and all the okay, uh, Tu Auto Solutions, the best domestic uh, performance shop in Puerto Rico, located in Caguas, Puerto Rico, where I was, uh, or you could trace back the family roots. <laughs> uh, Tu Auto Solutions, check them out on Instagram, check them out on Facebook, check them out everywhere. Dean have performance at performance.com. If they sell you a Gen 6 Whipple, they'll probably tell you. Keep it at 10 PSI, no reason to rag it out, and try to make 800 horsepower on quote-unquote pump gas DNA high performance. And by the way, thank you for paying your bill. PMAS! Nick James and PMAS! That's right, Nick James and PMAS! Tuesday, we're going to do a giveaway. That's right, we're going to give away a cold air or the equivalent thereof. Check out Nick James, PMAS. Again, the three main, and I am in, in the middle of picking up a fourth sponsor and it is one that has not been on the show before. I think you guys are going to be excited as to who is looking to jump on board the whole situation. I think it'll be a good time. 2000 MCR, Clean Night 3GT, Mini Batman, Man, The Wolf, Sam Morales, Rich Five, Tango, Mini Batman, Man, Six Oogie, Bailovesh, Coyote, Kelly, Abel, Abel Rios, Noxo. Noxo, did you save the Pro Charger crank? 
Darren Harper, Monty540, Insane Mustang, Jared Wells, Moken, ZX14, Dixon, Wesley Stewart, Jermaine, Bruce Willis, Travis, Michael, Areno, Bowens, Motorsports, Jermaine, Mini by Madman, Cornfred Cow, Freedom Rider, Rich 50, Monty540, Big Daddy Patty, Rich 50 again, Shark Marls, JD Swag, Chris Powell, Cornfred Cow again, Boxy Luxury, James D. Young, Savar Martner, Alan Thompson, Nardi Mercado, Nardi Mercado, dude, this motherfucker been trolling the shit out of this whole Whipple situation. Bill Morrison, Dustin Garrison, Matt Oliver, Brad Bradley, SK Jeff, RCSP Ricky, Leon, 4i, Mac Attack, Mark Christensen, 94 GT Vert, CDN Stang, Boxy Luxury, Mike Jones, who? Thunder Biscuit, I mean, here's here, Abdul Alabasi, Modlist, Insane Mustang, Sean, Matt Benoit, Rocco Zioli, Angel Puerto Rico, JMCG, Nardi Mercado again, Capcom Racing, Ray Ray, more pubes, more boost, Milton Perez, Lex Luthor, Abdullah, Nat Jew, and all the usual suspects. Thank you very much for joining me on the Peasant Chat. So, Lethal, along with a tuner, decided to go ahead and, and, and test the new Gen 6. Remember, guys, this is a brand new blower, supposedly brand new rotor pack, supposedly the latest and greatest, which to me makes me go, okay, cool. I want to see how this blower performs. But the problem is the people testing this platform are so vested in the platform, they're dying to make this thing not a dud. In performance aspects, this car still hasn't gone a number in terms of something impressive without the car being sawzalled to within an inch of its life. Boosted, now it's finally boosted, and they try to make the claims that the power that it made negates the fact that it's a dud, when I can literally make the case that all it proves is that the Gen 5 Whipple, the Gen 6 Whipple is better than the Gen 5 Whipple. So all I'm going to do, and this was an easy one. This wasn't even hard work. This was actually extremely easy to prove. So let's go on the, let's step into the time machine. You ready? Come with me. Let's go to the time machine back to, bam, 2018. Back in 2018 on the trusty Power by the Hour dyno, they tested a Gen 5 Whipple at the time the latest and greatest for the Gen 3 Mustang. Oh my lord, I can't believe this is here. So they claimed 755 rear wheel horsepower on the Gen 3 Mustang with an auto. Now, I know some of you are like, uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What do you what what do you mean 755? through an auto we've literally never had that happen with anybody correct how many of you have made 755 on pump gas through a 10r80 with a whipple tune i'll tell you how many zero zero i don't know of any and i've been tuning since 2015 and i've been tuning exclusively 18 and up mustangs at lund racing since uh, almost six years ago and not one motherfucker has made over 700 on 10 PSI on pump gas. But they claim 755 and they tell you what's up with it, what's going on with it. Tons of torque. Gen 5 Whipple through a 10R80. So now if you're a layman and if you're not the initiated like we are, you go, well, that makes that makes that makes it clear. I want a Whipple kit on my Gen 3 2018 Mustang. So 755 is the number you saw on this article from Ford Muscle. But then you go to Whipple's website and you go Whipple Dino results. Stage one versus stage two, 93 octane, 10 already transmission, seventh gear, 355 gears. Well, it's, if, if, I know you can't see it. You have to zoom in on your phone, but it's 721. 
So which one is it? And then it says Dino results are under ideal conditions. 93 octane, seventh gear. Dino results may vary depending on Dino. Oh, you damn skippy. Conditions, octane, vehicles, and other modifications. 91 octane Dino results will always be lower due to the high compression engine and reduced spark advance. So the layman looks at 755. The a little bit more educated tries to look at their dyno results online and you go well which one is it it says 93 octane 721 this guy said 93 octane 755 and there begins the disconnect there begins the lack of trust there begins the variables it becomes a little difficult to discern who is being honest so let's say you're a customer and you get the stage two kit you get the tomahawk you get 93 octane in your area. You take it to a dyno on a 3.75 pulley because that's what they claimed, 3.75 pulley. Let me double check that. Let me let me 100% make sure that it was on a 3.75 pulley. Yes, 3.75 pulley is what they claim. Okay, 3.75 pulley and you go on the dyno after you've bought your kit and all of a sudden it doesn't make 721 or 755 through a 10r80 it makes 640 630 so you're like wait a minute i am 80 horsepower short where is the rest of my horsepower where did it go alejandro flores has never seen a 10 or 11 psi 10r80 whipple car on pump gas make much over 700 at all if anything it lives in the 650 to 680 range depending on the dyno conditions and all that stuff so that is on the Gen 5 Whipple, okay? That is the last generation Whipple supercharger. So now they introduce the Gen 6 Whipple. Now, I don't want to use their video because I, they're going to try to probably copyright my shit because they don't like me. And that's okay that they don't like me. I don't give a fuck that they don't like me. But this car, the new 2024 Mustang, has... I'm not even going to say the words. Uh, what I'm going to do is we're going to play a game of Where's Waldo? What we're going to do together is play a game of Where's Waldo. So this is the video where they installed the supercharger and exhaust for the 24 Mustang. And it's like Mustang build tuning, headers, clutch, and more. Okay, so they're installing a set of cooks. Oh, hey, guys, what's missing? <laughs> what? you? Where's Waldo? Do, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> what what's missing from what i'm looking at right here exactly so now this is more than likely what a customer has to realize the kit on the 24 mustang was tested with a new gen 6 whipple headers free flowing exhaust probably a resonator delete because that seems to be the 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 the, le the the restriction and or they call it the we have an mbrp resonator deleter exactly the resonator deleter so now this car has potentially no cats a gen 6 whipple a bigger better supercharger and they go out there and tell you it made in third gear 780 they said ah fourth gear it made 760 and then they had an rpm issue it hit a speed limiter of 100 i think and 55 so they're like well well 760 but it hit well, we're gonna fix it we're, we're, we're gonna fix it 
Okay, so now you know you're not getting that calibration. There's going to be special stuff done to this car to show what the kit can do. So then they run it up to 8,000 RPMs, I suspect, or high 7,000s. And it made 800 and something. But they tell you later on that they lowered the uh, pulley size. They went from a 3.7 pulley to a 3.625 pulley. So that's about 13 PSI at, let's say, 7,800 RPMs. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and not say they went to 8,000 RPMs. Show me on your Whipple tune where you can rev to 8,000 RPMs. Go ahead, guys. Are you Whipple tuned? The one with the warranty? The one that totally doesn't have catalytic converter issues? So go ahead and try to rev it out to 8,000 RPMs. Oh, oh, you can't? Because the rev limiter is 75, 76, 7700 in order for them to be able to offer a warranty so your motor doesn't pop and your oil pump gears don't go flying out the bitch? Ah, interesting. So this car was revved to within, let's say, a couple of hundred RPMs of 8,000. Guys, how much power does a 13 to 14 PSI Coyote from 2011 to 2023 make on 13 PSI pump gas and octane booster? That's right. They used octane booster for the 800 horsepower pull after they quote unquote finished fixing the RPM patch. So the moment you install this guy right here, VP Octanium, which you can get from any O'Reilly's, Oregon, Arizona, AutoZone parts store. The moment you put any of this into your pump gas, the word pump gas should leave your vocabulary. The word pump gas is gone. It is now high octane fuel. It is not something you can get from the pump. But what are you talking about? They made that on 93. Okay. If you want to make 800 horsepower and think you can do it on 93 octane on a 12 to 1 compression motor with 13 PSI, vaya con Dios because what's going to happen when you do that on your stock car with, uh, let's say, uh, 13 PSI, let's say you pull it down because you saw it online. You saw it online. 13 PSI, 8,000 RPMs, and you're going to go ahead and rev it out to, uh, to rev it out with pump gas and a little bit of additive. And what what, what are you going to be like? Like Dee Remember Dee Dee? And you're like... That's some kind of stink you're going to make. Yep. Ooh, what's that smell? Sasso, man. Sasso. Sasso. That's going to be your motor when you try to duplicate this situation. We all know how much power it makes. And why do I know that? Real simple, because Alejandro Flores had an ESS kit that made 795 rear wheel horsepower at only 7,300 RPMs. That's right. My ESS 110 millimeter uh, supercharged Mustang, 2019 Gen 3 free-flown exhaust headers on Sunoco 260 GT, a.k.a. high-octane fuel. It would have done the exact same thing as 93 octane and octane booster because the spark advance tolerance is similar. My car made 795 at only 7,300 RPMs, and I only revved it up to 7,300 RPMs because I was out of fuel pump. It's literally out of fuel pump, and I'm not willing to tell the customer, hey, by the way, this is what to expect out of your whole situation. So you must take this stuff with a grain of salt. You got to look at it as a selling point. And what did they prove? 
Did they prove that the 24 Mustang is not a dud? No. All they proved is the Gen 6 Whipple is better than the Gen 5 Whipple. So, of course, people on the internet do dumb things and say dumb things because they think that Whipple's calibrations are conservative. And, of course, we have the receipts and one of Whipple's uh, employees states as such. Nicholas V. Bowley, who is a Whipple fanboy, says, This is all on a Whipple conservative calibration. Whipple and Ford just keep getting better. Nick Persiello, who works at Whipple and fancies himself a tuner, says, Conservative is not the proper word in my opinion. I'd say this is an optimized calibration. Not to mention, it has the flexibility to work with other performance modifications, boost levels, and adapts to higher octane fuels. You mean just like stock, Nick? Just like a stock scaled calibration, like say from Roush, or even a Luntune that is scaled load and scaled spark tables? You're basically saying flexibility and the word is scaled it is scaled for more boost so again guys a lot of people are going to think like nick's bivoli and say this is conservative i can't wait to see what lund does once they get a hold of it wait until the aftermarket starts to tune it it's really going to wake up then when in actuality the 24 mustang with the gen 6 whipple simply proves that the gen 6 whipple is better than the gen 5 whipple it doesn't prove that the 24 mustang is any better and you're going to start seeing performance show up in terms of how can this car perform on the street it's one thing to make horsepower on a dyno it's a whole another thing to make the car perform and a lot of people are like but alex you don't get it the mustang made 800 horsepower with no modifications and just a blower so did my car. Oh, and by the way, so did a 2012 GT500 with a VMP Gen 3R. A VMP Gen 3R on a bone stock 2012 GT500 with high octane fuel already made 800 at only 6,100 RPMs with 758 torque and absolute torque monster so for those of you that are the uninitiated those of you that don't really pay attention to what's going on this is an incredible feat you would have thought that jordan dunked on a 13 foot rim you would have thought that lebron dunked from the three-point line if you were watching this and are uninitiated and are unaware of what's happening out there so there you go it's a selling tactic it's a good selling tactic for the people that don't know a goddamn thing and this is how you know they're selling something when they're in front of the dinograph if let's say you, me, or Lund, or anyone reasonable and not selling, we're not selling a product. I'm not selling a product. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that we condition the customer what to expect. Customer, you're going to buy a 24 Mustang? You're going to buy a Whipple kit? You're going to stay on pump gas? You're not going to mod it to death and you're not going to put Octane Booster in it? 650. Just like every other Mustang in history. 650 is what to expect. So when, when you get an aftermarket tune and people say, hey, let's open it up. No, you're on pump gas. There's nothing to open up get e85 in it and then we'll tune it up and then you can make whatever you want just like every other mustang there is in in history so a lot of people need to understand that what we're doing is conditioning the customer now this is how you know we're not selling a product i'm not out there blowing it up i'm not out there saying oh my god duh, duh, duh. and if you see how they're selling the product it's very apparent that they need it to sell they need this thing to push forward because they're doing these crazy motions did you see the video where they're like, oh my God, look at all these crazy power numbers. I'm like, who talks like that? Who, when was the last time you saw a dinograph and you went, oh my God, 
Look at it! Power numbers! Looking like a pigeon when they're fucking walking. Their head is going forward so much. I would have been like, good power. Makes good power. But this exaggerated selling, you know, this, 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 this uh, 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 it's just very obvious that they need to over accentuate, over exaggerate the reaction so that you at home get excited. When at the end of the day, if you know anything, if you listen to the show and you're initiated as fuck, this isn't something special. Every coyote on the planet with high octane fuel, 13 PSI, manual and headers makes 800. How is that not a dud? How does that make that car not a dud? It's the same fucking thing as every other generation before it. Can you tune an NA Mustang right now? Can you tune aftermarket-wise a Whipple car right now? So, Whipple, if you're willing to give people the ability to boost it to 13 PSI, run an additive, a.k.a. not pump gas, to make 800 rearable horsepower, are you going to warranty those motors? Are those, How many motors did you warranty on the previous stuff? From 2011 to 2023. Huh? If you were to take a account of how many motors were warrantied by Whipple between the time they offered a warranty, forget that. Let's say 2015 to 2023. Over, under. 100 motors. I would guess over 100 motors were warrantied by Whipple during that time. I have no data to back that up. I am simply guessing based on what I see in the ticket system, on all of the forums. I get all of the disseminating information. All the information just comes to me in a filtered fashion. I make some uh, you know, calculations and I go, well, based on what I know, how many warranty claims has Whipple had to put out? Same as Roush. Roush has had to put out at least over 100 uh, warranty uh, claims on Gen 2 and up. Why? You got stock catalytic converters and people act stupid out there. And they run it on the highway, freaking fifth gear, 7,000 RPMs. I don't care what kind of warranty you got. The thing is going to... The thing is going to suffer a catastrophic failure one way or the other if you're dealing with the stock catalytic converters. Now, there is weird gray areas about headers, about emission stuff, but I am not looking to dive deep into the emission stuff. What I want to make sure that people understand out there is all they proved is that the Gen 6 Whipple is better than the Gen 5 Whipple. And congratulations. Boost for boost, it's making the same power most coyotes would. Now, you want to do an apples to apples comparison? Whipple? You take a Gen 3 Mustang, 23 and under. You put a Gen 6 Whipple on it. You bring it up to 13 PSI and you put Octane Booster in it and rev it up to 8,000 RPMs. And how much power do you think that's going to make? Probably 800, just like every other Coyote has done. Okay, we can talk about that. I spent about, uh, oh shit, I spent a long time, 23 minutes on that. And real quick, apparently, the guy who built my motor had a couple of other guys have this issue happen to them. And this was brought to my attention Friday. <clears throat> someone said, hey, I'm, I'm baffled why one 154 and 358 engines built by someone else, you know, the guy who built my shit, but I'm not going to name names, they found these little ball bearings inside of the oil pan. And you know what, guys? I had one too. And I wondered where it was coming from. And I'm like, hey, wh wh where's that coming from? Now, this 
thing went to shit. This this post on the hardcore GT500 forums went to absolute shit, and it became a, a blame game situation, and I just didn't want to be involved in it, but I wanted to make sure that you guys knew that I had a little ball bearing situation in my OPEM. I just can't find it because I, I just discarded it. I'm like, eh, maybe it's nothing, whatever. I had other issues. I had valve train issues, not an issue with this, but it is concerning that these things end up in the oil pan. And what it supposedly is, is the check valve for the oil squirter. Now, that begs the question. I don't understand how a built motor that I got and had for five years suffered a cam gear failure. I sent it out, comes back. Within 300 miles, it fails again. And when I pull it out, there's a ball bearing on the oil pan. Not saying that that caused it, but after seeing the key stuff, after seeing a potentially bent valves, I looked at this and I said, wait a minute, this looks... Th Why after it was built and running for four years, does a little ball bearing come up on the pickup tube? It is an interesting thing that, that you might want to read that, but I thought I would let you guys know that I too found a ball bearing in my oil pan when I took it apart. This is why I wanted to take it apart. And by the way, guys, I reached out to an engine builder that you guys know I trust and shout out, but we are not sponsored or anything. And I am more than likely going to have them assemble the motor. I have the heads at another shop. They're going to do all the valve train stuff. I talked to this motor builder that is legit on this platform. And I said, would you be willing to take this on? Because to be honest, I don't want to take any time away from senior building the gray goose. I don't want to take any time away from Jake from running his business. And I'm not confident that I can put it together myself with the first time being such a kind of a high end build. And they said, absolutely. We'll, 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 we'll decompile everything. We'll take an autopsy of what's happening, recommend it or whatever, and then we'll we'll assemble it for you and give you a clean bill of health. So as of now, I have lined up a potential situation where I can send my motor out, have it professionally assembled by someone I trust, and the bottom end is going to get checked out. A lot of you guys are like, Alex, check out that bottom end. It's going to be a problem, blah, 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 blah. And I went ahead and did so. Okay, so are you skewed by those tests at all on the Gen, Gen 4 Mustang? I'm not because I know better. Every Mustang on the planet makes 800 horsepower, 13 PSI, 20 degrees of timing, and pump gas. Next time you see pump gas on a Whipple post, understand this is pump gas. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. Um, he's allowed to hate this channel. Don't like it. Leave, says Street Team. Those little balls could be from inside of a mallet. That is funny. Outlining this is irrelevant. They made a video of it. Uh, outlining outlining is irrelevant. They made a video of it. Who's talking? The enemy should tell them the truth and back on track stopping this hating bitterness. Who's talking? I don't know who's talking. You're 100% right on how much lethal is peddling the SS50 stuff. So, oh, okay. I'm not going to go in on... I, I, Nevin, I understand what you're saying. I'm not going to repeat what you're saying, but I'll put it up on the screen for others to read. What I'm going to say is this. That selling tactic will work to some people. And the ones that don't know a lot will, will believe it. They'll believe the fact that, oh, it made 800 on a pump gas tune from Whipple so I can have an 800 rear-wheel horsepower S650 Mustang with a warranty? No. No. Gabriel, they went to a 3.6 pulley, Gabe. And I can pull it up if you want. I'll, let me see. You, you want to go there? I'll go there. I will pull it up and show you that they said it had a 3.6 pulley on it later on in another post. And here we go. Just like 
just like the magic of the internet right here. Rev limit fixed. 375 inch pulley versus 3.625 pulley. Stay tuned for part two of our Whipple Dino footage on all their Gen 6 3 liter 24 Mustang. These runs were done with a full tank of Pump 93 and half a can of VP Octanium. All previous Dino runs up to this point were done on 93, which I do not believe at all. So they're saying 375 versus 3625. So let's say they were able to rev out the 375 pulley to 8,000 RPMs with Octane Booster. It'll probably make 800. With a 3625, it'll probably make 830, 840. But this is basically race gas, 13 to 14 PSI, close to 8,000 RPMs. So understand this, guys. You're going to be severely disappointed if you buy a Whipple kit and don't take into account that you're going to be on a stock exhaust, stock resonator deleter. You have an MBRP resonator deleter. Pump gas from Marathon or 91 Octane in California. And when you go to a dyno day and it reads 650, 660, don't get mad. Don't get mad. It's exactly what it should be making. Um, they're in the chat, Alex. Gotcha. Who's in the chat? I don't know who's in the chat. I don't see anybody in the chat. What's the ball bearing from? Is it from the cylinder honing? No, I think it has to do with um, the oil squirters on the bottom of the piston. Uh, Jerry Barrett, really glad you're doing this. So many people need to be educated that they see selling a product and basically they're manipulating the results to get more customers. Nothing but the tooth, keeping it real. And that's all I'm trying to do. I'm conditioning the customer so that they don't think they're going to get 820, 830 rural horsepower on a pump gas car with a stock pulley stage two kit, Gen, Gen, Gen 6 Whipple. The, the reality of the situation is you're going to make probably 650 and that's fine. That's more than enough. But no, people are going to sit there and want the the number they're putting out. Again, they put out 755 horsepower back in 2018. I literally have never seen a 700 plus horsepower 10R80 car on a 375 pulley with pump gas make that much power. Just literally never. Sounds, sounds like, yeah, exactly. Nanny, you probably gurgle. Oh, so it's Nanny. Let's look, let's look for Nanny. Let's look for Nanny. Agreeing on everything he says, y'all almost became sheep too. Stop crying about S650 Whipple Lethal, your engine builder. Goddamn, this is the cry show. Nanny is probably Tony Full Bolt on. I guarantee. And that guy has the biggest hard on on the planet. Him and TJ, a guy who works at a mattress firm. Imagine guys that make fun of someone like me work at a mattress firm and an alternator facility. Exactly. Uh, Joe Jackson says, done on 93 pump gas and a half a can of Octane Booster once. No way that motor lives on that level. You guys understand what the Coyotes can tolerate. A guy from up here in Canada had his 5.4 built by the same engine builder. It was documented very well on Mod Forge, and the motor was not good. Couldn't even fire it. Ended up selling everything. I have received at least eight guys on uh, um, messaging me messages uh, on instagram showing me pictures of their motor build some some died on startup some lasted a little bit some had bearing failure issues that they blamed on the tuner the tuner how does a tuner kill one bearing you would think it's all the bearings probably a bearing from the dewalt impact that's funny why did my 800 horsepower big daddy gen 6 whipple lose to a 700 horsepower ess gen 3 exactly imagine you have a gen 3 mustang with an ess g3x 110 millimeter pulley, Sunoco 260 GT manual, up against an S650 on their Gen 2, I'm sorry, Gen 6 situation, manual, pump gas, because he looked at the video and they, they made 800. 
And then they're like, wait, why did you gap the shit out of me? I have an 800 horsepower package. I'm like, I don't know if you have an 800 horsepower package. It's crazy. They can market these false numbers. It's not false numbers. It's the numbers they got. But what I need to do is condition the customers to what reality will be. This, in my opinion, is the potential of the kit, not the car. It's a coyote. There's nothing special about it. And then you're going to get that, let's say, potential if you do the same mods. Now, is Whipple going to get warranty an 8,000 RPM capable Whipple tune on a 3625 pulley? Fuck no. They're going to say no. The warranty only covers base kit, base boost level, 93 octane with our calibration. We're not going to cover a car that we allow to rev to 8,000 RPMs and you could put 13 PSI to and pump gas. That's just crazy talk. Um, <clears throat> just the whip 316 says on our next Whipple update, 24 Mustang puts down 900 horsepower on pump gas and Stang Chode pumping himself into the gas tank. RCSP Ricky says, does that VP stuff mess up the plugs after running all the time? Yes. This right here, after running it for at least a tank or two, makes your spark plugs brown. This is why, in my opinion, when you do this, you should say high octane fuel and take the, the verbiage of pump gas completely out of all of your social media posts the moment you put this stuff in it's not pump gas anymore it's high octane fuel that's all it is and basically what you get out of this even if a half can you're probably going to get close to 100 octane like close close to 100 octane eric vega says gen 4 coyote doesn't like these numbers by the way i replaced three engines in 775 horsepower shelby trucks ragging these vehicles out on pump gas is still a big no-no eric vega can you give people a background as to what you do for a living? Please, so that people understand that when you rag out a Gen 4, well, understand though, if you said trucks, the truck is different, Eric Vega. The truck motor, as far as I know, is different than the Mustang motor because don't they have a belt-driven oil pump? Yeah, so it's probably not a good way of saying it. Um but Alex, doesn't Lund save the sauce for their own cars also? All the clowns. And that's the other thing. We're going to be accused of the moment, okay, the moment a manufacturer or a company makes an outrageous claim, it falls on us to dispel that claim. And then there's a weird back and forth going on with the tuner and the seller, because let's be honest, sellers sell. They, they, do, they don't know about the kit. They don't understand. They think it's going to, you know. They just sell. They're car salespeople, okay? You basically sell a product. So when the tuner gets a customer coming in and is a little disappointed that he got beat by a car that has less mods, that he doesn't think the car is living up to its full potential, I think you're holding him back. They're going to blame Lund for that. And this is what happens. They then go to another tuner. And of course, there was a tuner in that video. And they'll go, I'll go to him because he has the secret sauce. Customers, understand this. There is no secret sauce. Coyotes, 12 to 1 compression, 10 PSI. That's as much as pump gas will tolerate without any additives. That's it. That I mean, even name your boost level. Uh, name your boost. Turbo, centrifugal, screw, TVS, anything. 10 PSI and pump gas is about as, as much as you want to do with these cars safely. Anything above 10 PSI, 11, 12, 13, now you have to complement the boost with octane. It has to have better and better fuel in order for the spark tolerance to be 
proper. If you do not give it proper octane, you'll get detonation. Or what some tuners do is they fatten it up. I've seen tuners command 0.6 lambda on a on a boosted application to basically flood the car down and add timing because when you add fuel, you can add timing so that it doesn't go into a misfire and then the car falsely makes a whole bunch of power. But at the end of the day, it's no different than just hitting a piston with a hammer for a long period of time. Eventually, you're going to have a ring land failure. You're going to have a piston failure. You're going to have it rocking in the bore, rubbing up against the bores. It's just not going to be a good time. But dyno numbers can't be manipulated, says a tuner that uses Lund base files. Hit the <laughs> dyno numbers can absolutely be manipulated. It's extremely simple, especially on a Mustang dyno. This between a Gen 6 and a Gen 5 Whipple, it takes 40 weeks instead of 80 to ship. I like it. I've been hearing hit or miss stuff on the belt-driven oil pump, and I haven't seen uh, one torn apart yet. Uh, Dixon225, you're the kid who reminds the teacher about the homework. Oh, wow. 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 Zinger. So now you got to check all your piston squirters and check the valves. Apparently, when you send a built motor that has never had a ball bearing issue ever in, in, in your life and you send it out to get built by somebody else, you might have to have ball bearings in there unless you specifically say, by the way, can you please make sure that there aren't any ball bearings in my motor? So, you know... Please, please make sure I, 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 when you receive my motor that it doesn't have oil squirter check valves in the oil pan. Who the fuck would know that? Who the fuck would know that? If you're a layman and you just want the motor built by a professional, then you start taking it apart yourself and notice ball bearings in the, in the oil pan. And then he says, oh, yeah, that's from the squirters. You didn't tell me to do anything about that. I sent the motor to you. Does that... I, it's, it's a la carte. Okay, uh, put four draws on number two, three, and four. Leave the other one stuck. Like, what is this? Many by Madman says, they keep forgetting it's a 12 to 1 compression motor. Exactly. Just a general question, says Mr. King. But at 10 PSI, would you get more torque with a twin turbo than a supercharger? It depends on the supercharger. A centrifugal at 10 PSI has no torque. A turbo probably has the most torque, in my opinion. Saval Martiner says, and this is why I fuck with Lund only. My ESSG2 2020 SI56 speed was tuned by Alex two years ago. Still rolling strong. Honestly, it's what I fuck with. Jonathan says, can't wait for the track video of it. Still running slower than a junkyard fox with a plate. <laughs> my fox body is going to run nines with nitrous. And S650 guys are going to go, why am I buying an S650? That Alex is out there running nines with a stick shift fucking dinosaur just got off work what did i miss i just basically conditioned the customer to not think he's going to make 800 horsepower on the s650 and yes it's still a dud all it proved is that the gen 6 whipple is better than the gen 5 whipple again take a 2023 mach 1 manual headers put a gen 6 whipple on it with a 3.6 pulley octane booster and rev it to 8,000 rpms and you're gonna go Wait a minute, it made the same power as the S650, but I thought the S650 was better. Yeah, no, that's not how it works, bro. The bread guy is giving his customers bare balls. Someone pissed off, pissed on his Wheaties. The ball bearings keep the oil fluid on. I don't, most, don't most builders remove the squirters? Apparently not if you don't tell them to. Look, 
I didn't have an oil squirter issue, but I did have a ball bearing in my oil pan. I just wanted to show you that post because people are now speaking up. And, you know, sometimes builders skate. Builders just skate and, and, and people don't want to rock the boat because they don't want to look like the only one that has had issues when, you know, people generally think the, the person knows what they're doing. But because I know better and I don't, I come from a mechanical background, all I have to do is look at a couple of things and go, no. For example, I know, I know before you say it, you're going to think I'm gay. Sarah Intuned had that issue happen with her motor build. She had a Toyota Tundra motor overhead cam motor sent out to get built a 32 valve overhead cam toyota tundra motor to get built when it came back she looked at it and she goes i come from a engineering aeronautics whatever the fuck she has like a like a legitimate engineering degree and she looked at it and she goes this is fucked up so what she did is she said i'm gonna call the company and i'm not gonna name their names and i'm gonna make sure they make it right i didn't do that because I have seen enough to go, there is no reason to send it back. I know too much. Now, some people out there, especially Crown Victoria Lifestyle, says some of the craziest shit. He goes, it's your fault for picking the motor builder, so blame yourself. Really? So let's say I, want, I, need, I need a deck put on my, on my house. Oh, oh, my studio apartment. Last time I checked, studio apartments don't have two bedrooms. Um, and I say, I want to have a deck built. Oh, look, this person has decent ratings. Let me have them build a deck. They build the deck and I look at it and I go, it's not built It's not built properly because I know a little bit about how things should be built. And then the person says, well, it's your fault for picking them. Could you imagine? That's the, that's the leap people are taking nowadays. It's crazy stuff. Nanny, uh, find a different show. Uh, I'm only saying facts, uh, blind loyalty. This is absolutely Tony Full Bolton. This is absolutely Tony Full Bolton. If it's Tony Full Bolton, just know he's a clown where he's from. I live 20 miles from him. Of course he's a clown. How, how else would you know? How else would a guy be sitting there nonstop obsessed, obsessed? It's like a dumped girlfriend that they're like, I can't believe they dumped me. I need to stay on the show. So it's crazy. Riley Newfeld says, Alex, is it a bad idea to run boosting to get 100 octane for race gas too or Snoko 260 GT? What about pre-mixing it in jugs just to ensure properly mixed additive? You can do that too. But understand this, the plugs are going to look kind of brown. You can pre-mix it according to the specifications on this. By the way, where does it say it? Oh, right here. I just want to make sure that you guys read this right here. It says, uh, racing formula for off-road use only. If you're putting out product that's supposed to be emissions legal, why not make it 100? You know, the respect factor would go up here. If someone would say, we're going to test it as a stock car, Whipple kit, 10 PSI, and actual pump gas. Actual pump gas. So catalytic converters, because you're selling it as a 50 state emissions legal kit. So you roll up like American Muscle. Hey, American Muscle, American Justin Dugan. We're tight now. We're good. We're Gucci, right? Have your CEO buy a... You have a 24 Mustang, okay? Because you guys push products so well, do not put headers on your Mustang. Again, American Muscle. I am... I, turn five. I'm talking directly to you. Turn five. You guys have a dyno and you guys have a credible Mustang source Justin Dugan, probably one of the more credible guys out there. Say what you want about American Muscle. 
they've been pretty good about giving you straight good content. Do this. Install a Gen 6 with Whipple. Give American Muscle a Gen 6. They're going to push product. They're going to push P. <laughs> They'll be pushing P. They're going to push product. So push that product. Say, here you go, Justin Dugan. Install the kit. Catalytic converters. Uh, Pennsylvania, which is good octane. Pennsylvania 93 octane. Fix the 7100 RPM, 155 mile an hour issue in fourth gear. And send them a tune and see how much power it makes. And if Justin Dugan says, well, good, uh, well, it looks like it made about 690 railroad horsepower through Cal- which is pretty much what every freaking Mustang has ever made in history. Blue check mark, respect. Now you can say this is what the general consumer is going to have for a kit. And there's nothing wrong with that. So that's basically, that's basically what the people need to say. And this is definitely Tony Fulbolton. Like, definitely. Like, he would ask for my autograph if I was to go to uh, Ponies in the Smokies or some stupid fucking show. GTR guys can have ghost cam sound too. Clip showed. Yes, they have twin independent variable cam timing through Motec. They can have a ghost cam tune and they sound really, really good. And a lot of people hit me up on that stuff. A lot of people said, Alex, did you see the clip of these guys saying that the Coyote was a copy of a GTR motor? That's just clickbait. The, 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 the coyote has lineage. So let's talk about lineage. 1996. First overhead cam motor for the Mustang. Two valve. Then 2003. 32 valve in the Cobra. And then the Navigator had a 5.4 liter 32 valve. 2005. Three valve overhead cam motor. 2007, four valve overhead cam GT500 motor. 2011, four valve Coyote variant or Coyote because four valve and Coyote don't really share, but you can see the lineage. So it's not like 2009 came out GTR and Coyote went, oh, I want to copy that. They have a history of overhead cam motors and they perfected it with the Coyote. What is the lineage of a GTR? Straight six. Straight six. Straight six. Straight six. And then all of a sudden, overhead cam. V6. So, yes, I understand that. He goes, but but they copied a GTR. I'm like, no, 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 no. Ghost Cam Coyotes have been around since the Boss 302s, 2011, 2012. I know Boss was 12, 13, but the development was done in 2011 for the Boss 302 Track Key Ghost Cam. That's where it first showed up. The Boss 302 and the ProCal that Ford had, and you were able to do a choppity chop tune on the car. So in terms of lineage, the Coyote has always had a history of where it came from. The GTR, all of a sudden, had overhead cam. Exactly. Yep, four valve, you're right, 100%. Four valve in 96 to 98 Cobras. 0304 was the Terminator. Then they had five fours in the Navigator. Then they had five fours in the GT500. Overhead cam, 32 valve, there is lineage. So Coyote didn't copy shit from GTR. Coyote Kelly says, I'd be too... I'd be mad too, Tony, if I got thrown into the dark side and was forced to deal with clowns and crooks. That's the thing. When you get kicked out 
of Elysium, we're Elysium. We're literally the people that are enlightened and in the know. So we kick people out of Elysium and they try to get back, which any way possible. There's no way of getting back here once you're kicked out of Elysium, okay? Unless you hack the mainframe and make everyone citizens on Earth. If you get that reference, we can be friends. No, that's, we're, we're, let's not be friends. Leave me alone. Uh, my mom had a Lincoln Mark 8 back in the day with a 32 valve, 96 core by 32 valve. The Crown Vic had a 2 valve 46 before the Mustang. There you go. Look at that. The blue octanium jugs are emissions legal. The purple is stronger and not emissions legal, but raises octane 7 points and purple up to 8, I think. The engines use the same rods on the 4.6. Jay Walker says, if Ford learned from anyone, they learned from BMW Vanos. Here we go. Bro. Jay, I know you're a BMW nut riding homo. Could you stop? Could you could you please stop? Because if you want to be stupid, and, and because this is what Ford guys do. This is exactly what Ford guys do. They point back to the camera engine of like the 427 Ford. Oh, yeah. Well, Ford had an overhead cam engine back in the 60s. And they did, but it, it shares no lineage <laughs> with what currently has. Uh, hola, buenas días, mi gente. Says Mike Age. Alex, do coyotes run E40? No, but if you were to tune a blend, you're a fucking moron tuner. If you say, oh, E40, because that's what it'll tolerate. Now, you have to ensure that the fuel mix is always 40% ethanol or 30, or, or whatever, E55, E55 tunes are stupid, E30 tunes are stupid, E40 tunes are stupid, if you are poor, and you are sitting there with a lab coat in your gas station, mixing E40 with 93 and E85, you're poor, get the port injection upgrade, get the tune, get the fuel system, go from there, um, Coyote's have the same deck height, same bore spacing, same connecting rod length. Ford Motor Company enhanced the VCT. They used on the three valve four six and added it to the exhaust. Hence, twin independent variable cam timing. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Thank you very much. That shit breaks all the time. Yeah, three four twenty seven cameras. Exactly. Stay tuned. Has Mark Eight Project? Uh, they used a four six full valve motor with no keys. Yes, and those. What happens? Show me what happens, Ryan Doyle. When you have a four-valve motor that has no keys on the cam and you loosen one of the cam screws, the cams go, huh! bam. That's why Ford went back to keying things. Why would Ford key things if the bolts retain it no problem? Why would Ford put a keyway in the crank uh, dampener if the bolt is enough to retain it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Everyone's stupid. E85 mixed with E93 is JDM BMW stuff. Definitely made an E40 joke. When did E40 start running? I thought he made music. Ready to camp out at Daytona next weekend and see the Mustang GT3 kick ass. Oh, who gives a shit? Matt Oliver says, hang on, people. It takes 100 octane points to bump octane by one full octane number. Example, 91 octane with 70 points. No, Matt Oliver. No. You're telling me if you put 91 octane in the tank and you put a can of this, it only brings it up to 93? I'm sorry, 91 It only brings it up to 93? You're saying 91 octane only brings it up eight numbers. It says eight numbers, 80 points. So 93 plus eight is what? 
No, 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 Alex. It's you were trying to do fuzzy math. So you're telling me a 91 octane in the tank and you put VP octanium in it, it only becomes 93? Then why does it have the same spark tolerance as Sunoco 260 GT? It says increases octane up to eight numbers slash 80 points. Eight numbers, 93 plus eight is 101. Shut up. Your fuzzy fucking math. Nanny Full Bolt-On left the chat. Willie Full Bolt-On enters the chat talking the same nonsense. Oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine they constantly change names to make to try to cover the fact? Dude, you want to talk about like, like stalker-style behavior? Stalker-style behavior. Ooh, bro. I, I have never been that butthurt about anything to do, to do anything that extreme. I've never followed anyone or anything and gone on their shit and be like, fuck you, you suck, fuck you, you suck, because then I'm the stalker. Did they have a BAP and lethal S650? I'm sure they had a fuel pump voltage booster is what they call it. That engine had adjustable cam gears on, stay tuned. Did it? Justin Martinez? Can you show me a link? Can you send me a link on uh, ydbtforlife at gmail.com? Um... Dave's Auto Shop YouTube channel has a great video about crankshafts and keyways. Yes, sir. Dave's, that guy is a motor builder. And what that guy shows is the, the, the sleeve issues with LSs, the key and set screw issue with Duramax cranks. It is an insanely good channel. I did a deep dive into cams after the last episode. The NSR cams are underrated. Milton, when you watched my video and you realized that the cam situation could be a problem, did it make you learn everything about cams and you did independent research and you went, why doesn't everyone use LNM NSRs if they're just a, that's what shops do. PK Auto, um, most of, uh, what you call it? Um, what's the shop up by LNM? They're close to LNM. Evolution performance, power by the hour. Jake would go, Alex. I would sell them LNM NSRs, slap it on with the stock chains, literally buy the cam, put all the stock components back in, straight up. The bitch would chop, make an extra 80 horsepower, and drive great. I go, why doesn't everyone use this cam? He goes, I don't know. People get on this weird tinge about bringing everything in within two degrees and this and that, when at the end of the day, it makes like fuck all for, for a difference. I'm trying to, you know, do do a, a whole bunch of... Uh, multitasking that's some good shit alex gen 3 versus gen 4 engine for power add what the fuck's he talking about matt oliver says you're incorrect octanium bringing eight points numbers aka 80 points exactly people don't understand this label they oversimplify this label they go oh it's really from 91 to 93 then why does it have the same spark tolerance as c16 and fucking sunoco 260 dt because it's over 100 octane Rika 5 says, ran 12.4.115 on my Gen 2 manual car. Free-flowing exhaust, 85, 373 street tires, installing GT250 and take manifold on the PMS fender wheel intake on PS420s. What will be a good time? Anything in the 11s, you should have got it. Why PS4s, though? Why are you drag racing a car on PS4s? If you're drag racing, get a tire that is suited for drag racing. Um... Toilet paper math, exactly. James Willem says, they put adjustable cam gears after they saw the cams moved when they loosened the cam gear bolt. That's what I would suspect. Like if Ford was like, oh, the bolt will totally retain it. Wait a minute. People are rebuilding these? Like remember, imagine you're a um, 
Ford Motor Company engineer. And you started seeing cam tensioner or tensioner failures or something like that. Then you saw how much work it was to remove a motor, a 32-valve motor off a vehicle under warranty. And then the tech started saying, hey, the moment we loosen the cams, unless we do a special procedure, the, the valves smack the fucking piston. And they're like, well, what can we do to prevent that? Well, it would be good if you did not make it so that when you loosen the cam retaining bolt, now it slips under the lack of tension. We could just loosen it and the key keeps it where it needs to be because the chain is still attached to the gear, is still attached to the cam via a key. Crazy stuff. Dropping a like, I will catch a replay. Custom cams are like guys with one recipe, but tweak shit for their own unique build. So a lot of people want their car to be different than anyone else's. So they'll say like, oh, custom cams, custom uh, this. You know, oh, these cams, nobody has these cams. They're custom. And then that guy gets walked after the cars and coffee buy a stocked cam, similarly equipped car. And then they make excuses. Well, my car really picks up after 180 miles an hour. Uh, what's your... And hold on. I am getting messaged non-stop. And you know what's going to happen? Someone is going to self-snitch. Someone is going to give you the details of the S650 stuff because, look, if you're selling a product, remember when you were growing up and you would watch a Chevy commercial, a truck commercial, or something like that, and they would say, the best truck, the best half-ton truck in America, Ford, built Ford anal, whatever whatever their slogan is right now. So as a kid, I would go, huh. I guess I should buy a Ford. They said it's the best Ford, the best truck in America, the best half-ton truck in America. And then a Chevy commercial comes on, and a horse is like clip-clopping, and he's like, "Do you like tough trucks? Yeah. Are you a man? Yeah. Do you like having sex with a vagina? Yeah. Then buy a Chevrolet, the best half-ton truck in America." And you go, "Wait a minute." Ford just said that they had the best half-ton truck in America. Chevy just said they had the best half-ton truck in America. Which one is it? Sales, gimmicky. Again, American Muscle and Justin Dugan. Get yourself a Gen 6 Whipple. You can push product. And you can dispel a lot of myths by putting a stock car with catalytic converters on Whipple's latest and greatest floor with a stage two kit and calibration on regular marathon sheets. Sheets is the gas station up by you. Sheets, pump gas, manual, and we'll see what the car makes. I bet you it makes a tinge over maybe 680. And then you're gonna, you're gonna be like, what was that smell? Sasso, man, those catalytic converters are gonna smell. Like a rock, exactly. That's crazy. My two-valve truck was just a press-on cam gear stock aftermarket cam upgrades. Gears are bolt-on only. Chevy, arrow straight, ram tough. LMRs, Texas, have you driven a Ford lately for tough? So, again, guys, 
Conditioning the customers what I'm doing, I don't care about going after Lethal or fucking Palm Beach Dino. I don't give two fuck you you literally don't enter my fucking my fucking wavelength. You are down on earth, I'm in Elysium. So if you're gonna buy a Whipple kit from anybody, make sure that you keep your expectations grounded and don't try to mimic what they're doing unless you have the exact same mods and maybe potentially the octane and boost level that they do do i think a gen 6 whipple can make 800 horsepower on a gen 4 coyote with a gen 6 whipple with high octane and 13 psi yes just like every other coyote can do the exact same thing with 13 or 14 psi with high octane fuel i proved it on my white car i literally proved it on my white car here you go and then people were like alex do you recommend doing that i say no in the ticket system they say, I saw Alex make almost 800 horsepower. Remember, 7,300 RPM. If I would have brought it up to 8,100, I would have probably busted my old pump gears. I probably ran out of fuel and busted the engine up, but I probably would have made 810, 820 because it was all the way up. The curve was up. So if I would have revved my car out to 8,000 RPMs with an ESS G3X 110 millimeter pulley, Tonoko 260 GT, I would have made 810, 820. The same shit these guys are claiming. What's up, Alex? Catching you live at work, Darrell Washington. Why are you watching me at work? Shouldn't you be working? Um, she just race gas for Northeasterners. Travis, I don't think Alex can. What's happening? Um, so da, 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 she's a qual. Okay, I just want. I'm just making sure I'm caught up on the chat. Riley Newfield says, Alex, has anyone ran leaded race gas and coyotes in very limited use? For racers, the density of it would probably get the stock fuel system to push 900 horsepower wrong, or it would kill the O2 sensors too fast. Both things. The stoichiometric air-fuel ratio for pump gas is 14.0. The stoichiometric air-fuel ratio for C16 is 14.7. It is not dense enough to allow the fuel system to make 900 horsepower, and you're going to come up with other restrictions fuel rails there is a restriction at the fuel rail at a certain horsepower level so don't think that just because you can make the crazy power that other factors are not going to come into play like the fuel rails you need fuel rails you need everything to flow nicely so in my opinion if you want to make 900 robo horsepower on c16 what would you need a return style fuel system aftermarket rails and a boost and a boost uh, referenced regulator to add Fuel pressure per boost, one-to-one. I wouldn't treat it any different than e, e, uh, the E85. Before E85, uh, I would take a trip to the local airport and get 100 LL AV gas for Fox, only five bucks a gallon. That's pretty good. Is Sheets a good travel? Okay, is Sheets that good? I travel from Georgia to Virginia, and they're all over the highway, and I see some E85 pumps, and they're normally good, or like racetrack 50-50. Sheets and racetrack are the same. 50-50, you must test every single time you fill up. Oh, by the way, guys, really quick, I wanted to let you know on Gen 3 what a difference with oil pressure is. Now we're talking, I'm talking oil pressure and oil consumption. So 15 to 17, you would have sometimes a tuner would send the incorrect engine oil pressure transducer tune because performance package cars had an oil pressure gauge on top of the radio non-performance package cars did not so when you would send a tune to somebody sometimes the oil light would be on 
and you go, hey, my oil light is on. It says low oil pressure. And you go, oh, fuck. Is it a performance package? Or sometimes the customer doesn't know if it's a performance package. Some 17 California special convertible cars with 355s had a performance package inducer uh, oil pressure gauge, transducer, whatever the fuck you call it. So you have to know what we do is we pull your VIN and we'll see what it does stock and then we'll mimic that. On 2018 and up, if you get a low oil pressure light, you have low oil pressure. Every 18 and up has the same oil pressure configuration. Every 18 to 23 has the same exact oil pressure type sensor. The only difference between performance package and non-performance package is the AGS, the adjustable grill, the air grill shutters. So if you're like, hey, Alex, after I uploaded you too and I have a low oil pressure light, I said, did you check your oil pressure? I had a customer last week say, Alex, you sent me the wrong tune. My oil pressure light is on after I put the tune in it. And I'm like, is it really? Can you check your oil level? And it was like low, low. And he's like, oh shit, I can't believe I went through this much oil in 5,000 miles. Every time you fill up, you should definitely check your oil. Every 300 miles or so, 250 to 300 miles, when you go to the gas station and fill up, why do you think back in the 80s and 90s, you would pull into a gas station and the guy, if it's a full service gas station, oh, by the way, young guys, back in the day when you would pull into a gas station, this is what would happen. You'd pull in, you'd stay in your car. You'd tell the guy what you want. Fill up on premium. He, he starts pumping your fuel. He opens your hood. He checks your oil. He goes, by the way, you're a quart low. Okay, get me a quart. Goes inside, gets you a quart, tops you off, checks your windshield washer fluid, closes your hood, cleans your windshield, boop, boop, boop. You pay the gas, the oil, and a tip. America is gone. America is dead. That type of service does not exist. In New Jersey, you're like, oh, they put my gas for me. But it's some Jamaican that hates your fucking guts. You and you, you go to New Jersey right now and you pull into a gas station and you're like, fill up with premium. They're like, eh. And they walk away and they give you a mean look. They don't clean your windshield. They don't squeegee the back. They don't check your oil. They don't even ask. They are annoyed that you're even there working for them. But back in the America I grew up in, some guy would come out with a smile on his face. How you doing, sir? What can I do for you? Hey, can you fill up with premium? Sure. Bing, 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 bing. Hey, you're a quart low. Hey, give me a quart. Bang. Windshield clean. That'll be $23. And the oil is $1.50. Here's 30 bucks. Here's 28 bucks. Keep the change. Thank you very much. That guy on tips would make, I don't know, 80 bucks a day. America is fucking gone. About that gas station. Oof. Yeah, yeah. The old guys remember. The old guys remember. Alex, this is still a thing in India, even for the motorbike. 70s was the last time I saw that. I saw it in the 80s and 90s. Way back in the day. Exactly. Good old, good old America. Remember America? Oh, what the fuck happened? Joe Biden happened. Yep, my coyote and a few others in the area drink oil like it's not its not even funny. A quart every 1,500 miles is not out of the question. Tops you off. She, I wish we have that. They kind of do that still in Mexico. Now you put gas and some motherfucker tries to rob you. I remember my mom saying, unleaded to the attendant. My first real job at 14, I got two bucks an hour. Here in Oregon, they pump gas for you and they get mad 
when I do it myself. Alex, if you ever are in Argentina, it still happens. It's nice. America's dead, bro. America used to be fucking badass, bro. Watch um the opening scene from um when uh, Marty McFly, Marty McFly, fifties, in, in Back to the Future. He showed up to town and he was like, well, "What the fuck? This is people are actually getting." Their gas sta- their gas. Let me see. There's a gas station scene, and I'm not trying not to get copyrighted. Uh, no, where is it? Here, here, here. The clock tower. He's looking at the record. So yeah, here we go. I'll, I'll do it quick. So check it out. Right here, motherfucker. This was America. This was America. You gas up your shit. It's like a pit crew. How you doing, sir? What were you at? I'll have a Texaco unleaded, please. It sounds good. <laughs> Would you like a cigarette? <laughs> yeah, can you light it for me? Sure thing, sir. Have a great day. That'll be 52 cents. Ugh. Oh, those days are over. Those days are over. I was a service station attendant in high school. Yes, I washed the windshield while pumping gas. So did I. I did it for a summer. Army Ed says, Our 285 pumps running 93 daily, 85 for race, reliable, and 19 GT. Sees about 12,000 miles a year. Seen some burning out quick. I don't know if they're burning out quick. I've never, I have four year old pumps in my car. How is your shit burning out quick? And Alex somehow has four-year-old pumps in his car, and they're working fine. Because you don't daily your car. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick says, I can attest to how much hatred I have for New Jersey fuel pump attendants and how much hatred they have for us. My Gen 1 doesn't go down any oil between, doesn't go down oil between oil changes 15 to 2,000 miles. Back when gas stations were owned by Americans, bro, in Oregon, you can't fill up your own gas. It's illegal or some shit. When $60,000 a year was badass. My dad and grandfather used to talk about the 60s and how great America was. John says, just clicking live. Yeah, I had no idea. Coyotes went through all so quick until I owned one. Is it normal? Now, this is the thing you have to worry about coyotes. If you have a coyote and the crankcase ventilation system the pcv positive crankcase ventilation sucks the vapor from the cam cover into the manifold so there isn't really great baffling there so the reason people get a catch can is for that to intercept the oil before it goes into the intake manifold. Every coyote, even stock, should have a catch can. And what that does is it takes the crankcase vapor and potentially oil remnants and dumps them in the catch can. Then all you get is fresh air and you're still still evacuating the crankcase from pressure but not letting the oil get in. Imagine you do back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back watt poles and you don't have a catch can. That vapor is going to get in the intake tract. If you take your manifold off right now, you're going to see oil build up on your cylinder heads, right where the O-rings meet the cylinder head on the manifold. You're going to see a puddling of oil right there. So that, in my opinion, is where the oil consumption comes from. Also, if you don't have a catch can in your coyote, you're liable to lower your octane rating by a decent amount because the oil mixing with the combustion lowers the octane. So please, please, please get a catch can. It should come like that stock. 
Justin says, gas stations used to be called service stations. They rent on cars. They were trusted by local community. My ex-girlfriend's dad became a millionaire owning two mobile gas stations. He owned one in Jersey and I think another one in Pennsylvania. You know how Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware all meet in a weird area? Like, like right? There's like within two miles, there's three states. So a Jersey, Delaware, and Pennsylvania, I think all intersect in, in a tiny... Let me go look. Uh, Jersey, Delaware, PA, borders. New York, Delaware. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see. Uh, maps. There's an area in Pennsylvania where Delaware, Pennsylvania, or is it something else? Let me see. Baltimore, Washington, Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. Wait, where's the, where's the, where's the fucking, here you go. Yeah, so Jersey, Pennsylvania, like right here, King of Prussia area. Actually, this is where I think um, um, American Muscle is located. So right around here, you got Allentown, Wilmington, Delaware, Maryland, and Jersey. You got all this shit intersecting here, like all this bullshit. Trenton, New Jersey, like somewhere around here, eh, maybe somewhere around here. There's like two or three borders that all intersect, and you can literally like... You, you can't get gas in one of them. One of them, you can't get out of your car. I remember coming back from homegirl's parents' house, and I was like, how come I can't get out of the car? Oh, you got to get gas here before you go up the hill in Pennsylvania because this is the best place to get gas, but you can't get out of the car. I'm like, oh, my God, fuck you. Maryland and Delaware, thank you. Um, looking to get upgraded tuned. Do I just hit your incox? Yeah, absolutely, corn-fed cow. Hit my incox. Corn-fed cow, if you want to tune and you're willing to hit my incox, I'm in, baby. And he says, oh, inbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. We know what you were really asking for, buddy. You know, you want a free tune? You can hit this incox all day, every day. I already got called another. I already got called another YOLO profile on Facebook. Nestor Barrios, you got to understand. People don't like when you tell them the truth. People don't like when you have more information than them. You got to understand the people that are selling products are selling products. They're not doing anything else. Haggerty's Tony Angelo just ran into a cut cam key issue on his built four valve. Haggerty's Tony Angelo just ran into a cut cam key issue on his built four valve turbo diesel. Dan, I got to look into that. Thoughts on what Jim Farley said about Ford continuing to make the V8 Mustang until unlike Chevy and Dodge. And that's fine. I don't give a fuck what you do, Jim Farley. Make it tunable. Oh, you're not going to make it tunable? Then people like, then you are stuck with like Whipple and Roush tuning your shit. Stuck. That's it. Want to go E85? You can't. Want to put a return style fuel system? You can't. Want to do anything deemed non emissions legal? Apparently you can because in that video we saw a very key component of emissions components missing and the car ran fine. Interesting. Alex, does that mean we have to get another store and be a millionaire? Look, JD Swag, you know how he made his money? That guy made his money servicing vehicles. A car would come in, he would pump the gas. Wipe the windshield, check the oil, and he'd go, you're low on oil. By the way, I see your belts are jacked up. Your tires look like they need replacing, and it smells like brake dust. And the old lady would go, really? Yeah, bring it in, and we'll do a 30-point inspection, and we'll see what you need. Boom. She's, literally, people that come in for, for gas become customers. And he would do a very smart thing. He'd go, if you want an oil change, I'll set a reminder on your dash. Come on here. We'll do the first oil change for this much and every subsequent oil change will be cheap. Why? Because he gets 
10,000 55-gallon drums of oil and he can pump it out and charge 30 bucks and do an oil change in 15 minutes. And he would do like five oil changes an hour. Um, it's a full, it, I'm full service. I'll, I'll full service. You're in Cox. What's up with gents just joined? And is, what did the juicy stuff I miss? We miss, you missed a guy forgetting to remedy the issue on potential piston oil squirter check, check balls. And I basically am conditioning the customer as to what to expect in reality, not in Minecraft, in the real world, because they claimed 755 back in 2018. And not one motherfucker has made 755 through a Whipple tune on a 10R80 car ever. Like literally ever. I think if you just put the breather straight onto the PCVs being boosted, it would be a boost leak. I think if you just put breathers straight on the PCV being boosted, it would be a boost leak. No. Why, why would it be a boost leak? Did you plug the ports where those hoses were coming out of? Come on. I wonder if that car called back home. Um, yeah, Kona Blue, this is the problem. I think certain people should own guns and other people should not. They definitely should not because it's shooting yourself in the foot. You're basically over-promising and the kit's going to under-deliver. Not because of the kit being bad. It's because the people that don't know are going to look at a horsepower number, buy the kit, and when they take their car to a place to get dynoed, it makes 660, 670, and they go, where's the other 125 horsepower? Look, on their website, they currently state, 93 octane, 10 R80, 37 pulley, Gen 5 made 720. I have never, ever seen a Gen three Mustang with a Gen 5 Whipple with 93 octane and no octane booster make much over 680 at all. Gas stations used to have a garage. Exactly. Oh my Lord. What the hell just happened? What the hell just happened? This thing went crazy. Alice, my 11 GT is still stock for now. It has 96,000 miles until I get a catch can or 85 octane, 85 octane, 85 octane. Is 85 octane too low for a stock Gen 1 car? Is 85 octane too low for a stock Gen 1 car or is 93 still okay? You see what I mean, guys? This guy probably would buy a Whipple and go, it makes 800. Like, the, the question makes no sense. John, 97, love you. The question makes no sense. There is nothing in this question that makes any sense. Alex, any word on flex fuel kits? No, you're going to find, look, a year. A year. When we say something, we're working on something, it usually takes a year to develop. LRX was in development for over a year. With a sleeve and O-ring short block, is a copper Predator gasket as reliable as Kometic multi-layered steel gasket on gentrification? Brett's car has a copper. Ours has a copper, I believe. So take that for what it's worth. Straight breathers without a check valve will be a vacuum leak unless you remove the manifold vacuum line that connects to crank pressure. Yeah, exactly. You got to plug the port. I'm at 87, my bad. <sighs> Look, Coyotes have 12 to 1 compression after 2018. And in 2011, they had 11 to 1 compression. You're going to put 87 octane on an 11 to 1 compression Coyote? Is that what you're going to do? Is that what we're doing? We're putting 87 octane on cars that are performance oriented? Please stop.
Would you rather make up with Queefcake or hang out with Jared Rosa for a week? Neither. I would rather blow my head off with my Beretta. Alex, uh, the Lund guys told me I was running too much boost for a Gen 3 Coyote. What does that even mean? How on earth is an ESS G3 going to make too much boost for a built motor? Oh, my God. What fuel are you using? What fuel are you using? And what is your fuel system like? Nedarb, what fuel system do you have? And what fuel are you using? I'm not going to say shit until you answer that. What fuel system do you have? What fuel are you using? Go. I'm going to sit here for a little bit. I'm going to sit here. Because God damn it. E85, what fuel system? What fuel system? Watch him say a Dietchworks 400. Which, by the way, flows about the same as a stock pump. Sorry, Dietchworks. I would never ask you to upgrade the fuel pump to a Dietchworks 400 when it flows worse than the stock one. I think the integrated check valve kills the flow so bad. Oh, no, then, then he's wrong. Show me, what's the ticket number, Nedarb? Because I can look it up right now. There's no way someone would say you're running too much boost on E85. If you left out a crucial component like, oh, by the way, I'm on pump gas and I want to run E85. I have a 110 millimeter pulley. They would be right in saying it's too much boost. If you plan on using anything but E85. We're not, Lund tuners are not inconsistent. I can disprove your argument just by looking up the ticket number if you left out if you left out proper information. John says, I didn't think it was good. Only been reading 93. At least I know I don't mind having to get ripped on the chat. Going to get a catch can. 87 octane, you're going to have a bad time. Rough idling and loss of power. Backfiring, impossible. And do you know that there's people out there that will argue the fact that 87 octane has the same spark tolerance as 93 octane? There's a guy right now somewhere at home going, yeah, it does, it does. I saw it in an article somewhere. Yep, absolutely. So he Nerdob is asking fuel system, not injectors. Exactly. If he's making 20 pounds of boost, he's out of injector. I bet he has a budget fuel system. Exactly. He said triple pump, but triple pump doesn't mean anything. Triple pump could mean a lot of things. Triple pump Silee fuel system? Nah, no good in my opinion. I've never understood why people buy performance vehicles and worry about the gas mileage and price. Always use the highest octane fuel and pay for it. You bought a Mustang and you're worried about fuel consumption? You're worried about miles per gallon? You bought a performance car. All that shit goes out the window. All of it. Uh, he said he had 1300 small green. He probably don't have one dropping my like starting from the beginning have a good one thank you bootlegger says yep those are the same ones saying e85 is trash also right there are literally people going e85 gels up in your system yes if it sits for seven months in a open field it will gel up but if you drive every day on e85 and you're constantly pumping it and you're running it through your fuel system you're not gonna have an issue i remember I love you, Travis, but Travis from VMP said to me one day, yep, 87 octane has the same spark tolerance as 93. And I'm like, prove it. Well, and then they say all these scientific words. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Here, here's a Coyote Mustang. Lock timing at 30. 
87 octane in the tank. Do a wide open throttle hit. Will the car detonate? Will it sound like it's pumping rocks? Oh, it sounds like it's pumping rocks. Okay, now, same tune. Drain the 87. Put 93 in it. Oh, it doesn't sound like it's pumping rocks now. Triple pump on a 1,000cc injector and 20 pounds of boost. Exactly. That's crazy stuff. Um, he left. He left. Uh, Alex, you need to get out of the studio apartment that your couch will stop touching the wall. <laughs> I have a 2-2. I have more bedroom. I have more bathrooms than you probably do. Um, it's funny because people think that me living in an apartment equals me not making money. Like, I, I love that. I love that people want me to be in a 6,000 square foot house that has a ridiculous shop in it. Let, let, let's do some math. Let's do some math, okay? Let, let's do some math for the people that think I can't afford a house. Okay, that was year one, and I've modded it. That alone tells you a lot. I have a GT500, and I've modded it, okay? I have the ability to probably get a Viper. I have a Cadillac Escalade, and I have a 10-second notch. And I mod all of them except the Escalade. The ZR1 is going to get a transmission. The GT500 is going to get a re-rebuilt motor. The Fox is going to get a nitrous kit. How many? That That's like four people worth of stuff to do. And some people literally flex on one project. And I'm like, okay, if you want to do some fuzzy math, what's it cost to have a ZR1 modded? What's it cost to have a GT500 built motor done? By the way, that car's paid off. It's mine. Uh, the notch is a 10 second notch. The Escalade is a payment. So, I, you know, how much money do I have to make to afford uh, an Escalade? So, I mean, whatever, whatever makes you feel better about your situation. Some of y'all sell mattresses and some of y'all literally diagnose alternator issues. And you're, you're pocket watching me. Out of, nobody's pocket watching you. Like nobody pocket watched you. I reread it and he does say pump gas, but my tuner crest. Ah, no, 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 no. Uh, 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 stop right there. If the tuner said too much boost for pump gas and you mention anywhere in the tune uh, request that you want pump gas, the tuner's going to go, how much boost is he making? Nope. This is too much boost for pump gas. Regardless if you say 93, then E85, the fact that 93 is in there, that's what I'm going to look at, and I'm going to go, that's too much boost for 93 octane. So your comment by saying, Lund said, I'm making too much boost for a built motor, you negated to say that in there, you want to run pump gas occasionally. It's too, so the tuner was correct in saying it's too much for pump gas. So, retract your statement. He said the right thing. GT500 gonna get a re-re. Exactly. Hi, let it eat. What color is your zero one? Exactly. The tune is great. Carter's TV, pocket watchers. They pocket watch me. Nobody pocket watches you because they know what your pockets are like. Light as fuck. Plenty of room to dance around in. Stop it. Pocket watching motherfuckers. Imagine, like, you make fun of, like, like, let's say you look at Shaq's house. And it's a fucking crazy mansion. Like, stupid. And you're like... Oh, it's so tacky. <laughs> You're a whole ass clown. I find that people that talk about other people's houses and finances are usually bums. I post content and get the same shit, but they won't post 
their shit. But Alex, I have a 2-2 in Alabama and got it back in 2008 for 50000 bucks. You're slacking quarter acre, no garage, and I drive a 2000 Nissan Altima and I sell mattresses for a living. Alex, how long did it take you to install the ESS kit? Is it a weekend job? I have a whole video on it. I started at 9 a.m. I started the car at 6 p.m. It took a day. Imagine a random judging your couch. That's definitely a shadow hater. Alex starts to go band for band. A nice house in PBC is 500000 and up. They don't get that. They think, look, I was looking at houses in uh, Georgia. Valdosta. $299,000. Get you an acre and a half, a pool, a 3-3, three, three, hell, a 4-3, and a big garage. But it's in Valdosta. You have to beat away meth heads at the gas station. Hey, Alex, would I need a tune? Revision going from 1050s to ID1300. What do you think, Zach? What do you think, Zach? If you have a tune pulsing for what the car thinks, it's a 1,000cc injector, and you put a bigger injector on there, do you need a revision? Come on, man. Come on. Exactly, Kona Blue. I make, I actually, right, right, right there. That's what, I, that's what I make. But people still want to pocket watch, motherfuckers. Rad Dad says, Sup, Alex, for the, uh, late for the chat. Other account is comment blocked for cyberbullying and harassment. Rad Dad, crazy. Losers focus on winners. Winners focus on winning. That's a good quote. There's nothing wrong with living in an apartment. There's a lot of rich people that live in condos. Usually, the reason you have a house is to raise a family. You get a wife. You have a couple kids. Kids are about eight and nine. She divorces you. You end up in an apartment. Or you raise the kids, they're out of the house, now you're empty nesters, you have a 3-2 all to yourself, and you're like, this is stupid, it's too much maintenance, let's get a nice condo in Palm Beach County near the beach. Oh, Alex is poor! Where the fuck do you live? Tennessee? Tampa? The fuck out of here, clown-ass motherfuckers. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Today, we conditioned the customer to not believe all the hype that you are seeing with the S650. It's still a dud. All they proved was that the Gen 6 Whipple is better than the Gen 5 Whipple. So once American Muscle and Justin Dugan, do it, do it, do it. Get themselves a Whipple kit, stage 2, pump gas, catalytic converters, and S stock car. Put it on their dyno and make 650 to maybe low 700. I say 680, 690 because their dyno reads a little high. That's what you should expect out of the latest and greatest emissions legal kit on your s650 mustang uh, apples to apples comparison would be putting a gen 6 whipple on a gen 3 mustang 23 and under and watch it make the exact same numbers as the purported s650 made have a good have a great rest of your sunday watch some football uh, we got the uh, lions versus the tampa bay buccaneers and then we got kansas city and taylor swift against uh what was it? The Buffalo Bills. So I'm actually going to watch those because that's the only football I watch is playoff football. Have a good period Sunday. See you guys on Tuesday. We'll see how much shit these motherfuckers talk between now and then. I guarantee they'll release a couple of videos between now and then to rebut what I've said. But my shit comes with knowledge from 2011 to now. And I actually tune these cars for a living. See you guys later. Bye.